I love that sound. I love it. The countdown. Bar Top Banter, we are back. It's the Giggum Guys, Josh and Dustin. I know everyone's been missing that sound. Excited to hear it again. Mm. It is football season. It has started last week. It's going on today. Dustin, God, it's good to be back. Oh, yes, it is. I'm very, 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 very excited. I got my maroon on. I'm ready to go. I'm just going to wear it for the next uh, couple evenings. I do not have my maroon on, but I will be wearing it Saturday at <laughs> Kyle Field against Kent State. So Keeping it nice and pressed. <laughs> You know, you have to. Yeah. You've got to keep it looking good. Hey, everyone, <laughs> welcome back. I know it's been a long summer away, but everyone's been busy. Lots going on. Before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to 4S Specialty Flooring. It's family-owned and operated. It's a specialty epoxy floors for anyone. Anyone can afford this stuff. They're out of Glen Rose, Texas. It's the Simpson family. They're good people. I've known them since I was eight years old. So make sure you're going to Facebook. Look up 4S Specialty Flooring. It's D.L. Simpson and Danina Simpson. They'll take care of you. Give them a shout Keep it local. Keep it family-owned and operated. We love it. But now, it's back to football. Back to it. Back to the grind. Run the damn football. That's going to be our our logo. That's okay. going to be our mantra. Just run the damn ball. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone is surprised. The man, the myth, the legend, out of Longview, Texas, Hayes King named the starting mm. quarterback. How you feel, Dustin? Well, I'm just not going to be – too cocky, but I caught it. You did. I did. But I, I was a little nervous, <laughs> just a hair on that spring game because, I mean, it didn't make me nervous. It made me excited. Calzado was doing great with the this second string, true. and this he did true. just as good as Hayes. So I thought we were in a pretty good spot. Yeah, yeah. Going back and reflect on that, yeah, for sure. It, it definitely uh, think made a lot of people think a little bit more about that. But, hey, he pulled through, just took a little bit of time. Um Lately, you know, they've been grinding getting to know the playbooks. And um, as Jimbo continues, just uh, sit back and reflect and to see what each man is doing and how they're adapting. He knows how to put the person in the right spot. I mean, that's that's what Jimbo does. And yes, that's he why does. he just got another raise to make him the second highest paid coach in college football. And, Incredible. I mean, number one is the man, the myth, the legend. There is no Nick Saban. There will never be another Nick Saban. No, Everyone no. – you know, everyone's just right behind him, but I tip my hat to him. Who, who, who can't? Yeah. You know, they, they do what they do and they do it so well. So, but Jimbo getting what he deserves, you know, winning Orange Bowl last year, it's, it's time. It's time to make some moves. We're number six over the hump. Know, over the hump. It's no more Aggie slump. We've hit over the hump. We're ready to go. Yep. Um, got some big players this week. I mean, where do you start with this Aggie <laughs> offense? I mean, we'll talk about the defense. We got a bunch of returners, some great, great people. I'm excited about our defense, but. Everyone's talking about our offense. Everybody is, of course. I mean, just think about it. Well, <clears throat> we uh, lost Mon. I mean, I've been been watching him a little bit, uh, playing some, um, you know, little spring ball in the uh, NFL, and he's doing good. You know, he, he hasn't had much time to practice and such. Um, they're allowing him to pass the, hand the ball off a little bit, but whenever he uh, gets a little pass in here and there, he actually does pretty darn good. He's been um, – Threading it in there and making some action, so that's good to see. But uh, beyond that, Haynes King coming in and filling in as a dual-threat quarterback was the right pick. Um, gosh, obviously just our offensive line. I mean, we have Kenyon Green returning, um, just a multifaceted player. All-American, written all yep. over him, all-American. Yep, 
but you've got you've got a three-headed juggernaut monster <laughs> in the backfield. You've got a possible All-American running back in Isaiah Spiller. Yep. All SEC. Just a junior now. You've got the incredible MVP of the Orange Bowl that we knew about because we've seen flashes if you're watching AM football all year, yeah. but if you were not, A-Chain comes out, gets the MVP, an All-American track guy. He runs like a – I don't even know what the hell he runs, but he's really <laughs> fast. Put in the four fours. You got him, and if you get bored with them two, put Smith in there. Yep. See what Smith can do. And then you put him out at slot. And then you've got to remember Chapman's coming back. Yep. Chapman's back. Lane. <laughs> DeMoss. And Jones is a little injured, but he'll be back. And let's not forget the best damn tight end in college football with Watermeyer. We didn't even mention Watermeyer. No, no, we How didn't. we didn't mention him. I'm so I'm sorry, Mr. Watermeyer. And I'll <laughs> call you Mr. Watermeyer because sure that's what you deserve. I apologize <laughs> because you deserve all the accolades because you are the man. Yes, I absolutely agree. And what's nice is uh, Baylor Cup. It, I'm excited to see. We've been talking. We've talked about it multiple times on yeah. here, but you just never know because he's just he's he's had so many injuries. Yeah, but yeah. very excited to see what he's going to do. You got two strong tight ends, so that's that's exciting news. Yes, it is. Um, off the A&M train for a little bit. We got some Thursday night football action. University of Minnesota <laughs> is up 14-10 over the Ohio State. I do believe that's someone right. we talked to earlier today did call this upset, and we will be uh, calling him in just a few minutes. From Illinois, he mentioned this to me a few days ago. He's like, "This is my upset special," and <laughs> and he is right on. You know, he's looking good. I just took a peek at it, you know, and um, Minnesota put up 14 points in their second quarter before going to halftime. So they're going in hot and excited, and keep their game plan going, and they're going to come out juiced and ready to go. Better be the hot and excited instead of hot and bothered, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, we got to talk about this game coming up Saturday. We got the Aggies. We got Kent State coming in. They only played four games last year. Um, yeah. Not a Power Five school. Nope. But when you talk about leadership, we're returning eight offensive players, including a senior quarterback, who I believe was their player of the year yep. in their conference. Yep. And you're bringing back nine defensive. defensive players. So leadership and people that have been in a game before, that is something that we're going to have to worry about on the O-line and quarterback – that yeah. is something that Kent State has no worries about. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to see. It's always that first game, uh, especially just with such a new offensive line. I mean, Benny Green, not worried about him. He's holding up on the right tackle now, uh, moved over from the left side. Um, but even with center, you got a Matthews. You got a good old Matthews at center. You, so. w- when you have a Matthews, you just – it's probably going to be a good – it's going to be a good day. Because they are just, I think they were born and bred <laughs> to play football. I think that's, that's I think, I think that's what they're meant to do. Man. Yep. Um, so we won't be making predictions on A and M games because we're homers. We're picking A and M all the way through. The way. We're going undefeated yep. and win national championship. That's our thought. So we don't even need to pick. Zero uh, period at the end. So, so we're gonna leave it at that. Um, normally we'd bring old Al Agner on here, but he is extremely busy today, so he won't be joining us. But I have this guy. He goes by Stumpy, goes by The Kid, which uh, Keith Smith will not agree with because Ken Griffey Jr. is the kid. Um, but his name is Kyle Davis. He is out of Illinois, and he loves to talk shop. Here so we go. we're going to give Kyle Davis a ring as long as, as long as he answers. Now, don't stand me up, Kyle. He might be drunk on Trulies already. Mango? Yeah, he he may not answer. He's he's a, he's a drinker. He may be calling us back later. Hello. 
Kyle Davis, the kid, Stumpy, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, uh, we're having a good time here. We got Dustin to my left. I got Keith. Howdy, howdy. Keith having his truly just threw up the horns. I don't know why the hell he did that on an Aggie podcast. And Sam over here got in the lighting and everything going well. Excited to have you, buddy. I'm glad to be here. It's always good to have some Midwest flavor in here. <laughs> um, you know, you're Midwest guy. How about Big Ten football starting off week zero? Nebraska, they were just normal, shitty-ass Nebraska. And Brett Billima doing what Brett Billima does and hand the ball off and a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes. What do y'all think about that in your Midwest Big Ten? Hey, I, I thought it was a big, big win just to start off. It's never easy winning a uh, debut game for a head, or head coach in any scenario. And going in there as a six-and-a-half-point underdog, comes out there with a big win, played well. Nebraska just played sloppy the entire game. And as you said, it looks like normal Nebraska. <laughs> Not much has changed here. And, and Billima, that, that's what he asked for. I mean, he, his game didn't transition to SEC, but when he's in the Big Ten, he goes right back to what he did at Wisconsin, get a quarterback that won't make mistakes, is an efficient guy, and run the ball and get him tired. And that's what he did. Did it the entire game and just look good after that defensive touchdown early in the game that really just shifted the tide for the entire Yep. game when Illinois took that back for a touchdown. That, yeah. I, we all have just one question. What truly are you drinking right now? And I know there's something. I'm not going to lie to you. Right now, I'm not drinking a truly. I'm actually having uh, one of the new Bud Light iced teas. Well, I want, I want it to be made known that this guy here is the king of seltzer. I expect a seltzer review sometime in the next few minutes put it on, and we got we got to get that online because this guy knows his seltzer. Uh, Keith's drinking his normal, truly lemonade tall boy. Tall boy. I know. Keith wouldn't have touched a seltzer in his life if it wasn't for me, so I'm glad I could change someone's life. <laughs> Just so you know, Keith, he says if um, it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have ever had a seltzer. He said it's a fucking lie. So I don't believe that. He we, watched my reviews when I was down in Katy, and he loved every second of them. <laughs> Oh, uh, that was a snort of a seltzer type. <laughs> All right, man, Kyle. So this is the part of the show. Um, this is the first time we've actually done this podcast yep. during the season. So we're going to make some picks. Uh, we'll go around the room. Any kind of little input you got, man, feel free. Um, I'll start right. with, start with you, our guest. Um, you got Boise State UCF going on right now. So we're not going to do that pick because by the time this shit posts, it's going to be over. Um, oh, yeah, it's going to be long over. But uh, you you did call it as of right now, 14-10, Ohio State down a half, and you made that call earlier in the week. Yeah, um, I thought it was a good pick just going into the week. Uh, I know Ohio State lost a few of their star players just from last season, and I wasn't really impressed with them all of last season at all. They played in a Big Ten conference that wasn't as strong as everyone made it out to be, and they kind of showed during the college football playoffs. He's just telling the truth over here. I mean, when you get a guy from the Chicago area that speaks the truth about Big Ten football, you're good by me, sir. And ev- everyone will understand why, Kyle, in and, a few picks. And how many games did Ohio play last year? One and a half. Ohio, there you go. They, they went six and one. They had they had a good season. They made it there, but they just <laughs> could, couldn't make it out of there. They barely beat old uh, Gordon Sycamore. Yeah, I'm like, that. hey, Sycamore from Ohio, they're a good program out there. <laughs> All right, hey, we're going to start with you, Dustin, on this next pick. We got number 10, University of North Carolina, going to Virginia Tech. Um, Beat them in the Orange Bowl, but they got a Heisman hopeful quarterback who is just a stud. You got a great coach in Mac Brown, but you've got a Virginia Tech coach on his heels. 
looking for a win, needing a win, needing a good start to the season. What you got going on? Yeah, I'm just simply going to go with Mac Brown on this one, man. North. In this pick, I think I'm going to take uh, North Carolina to win, as you said, with the Heisman hopeful. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough game for him, though. He lost a lot of his weapons uh, yeah. to the draft and yeah. just people graduating in general. So he has a whole new cast around him. And Virginia Tech, as you said, they're hungry. They, they need to prove themselves that they're an actual team out there. And But I'm still going to go with North Carolina. They're, they're way too talented on the offensive side, regardless of who they have, because of their quarterback play. And that's going to be a 3-0 here. I think the only excitement in old uh, in Blacksburg is going to be in her Sandman playing and them coming out of the tunnel, which is a great entrance. But after that, it's hells on bells. North Carolina's running away with it. Are you having a party at the house, Kyle, that we weren't invited to? I'm actually uh, at a draft party right now for our fantasy football draft, drafting some of last <laughs> year's hopefuls. Well, see, you you, you got to be happy with the multitasking and just how amazing you are to multitask. While. Who's your first pick? Yeah, who's your first pick? Uh, my first pick was a keeper league, so I actually was able to keep one of my favorite players from the Cleveland Browns, uh, Nick Chubb, in the George, second round. Uh, this guy. And we love Nick Chubb. I'm like, I got first-round value in a second-round pick, so I call that just a win overall for the team already. <laughs> and then just with my first pick that I went with, I went with Stephon Diggs, just mix it up, had a, needed a wide receiver because I already had the running back available. So might as well get someone with a MVP favorite as his quarterback to start He's slinging him the ball. Consistent. I yeah. mean, Dustin, you're going to learn so much about this guy in the next few picks. So we're all going. I'm already liking him. Oh, all going. Nor- all going. <laughs> he, 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 he's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, next one, we'll go to you first, Kyle. Number sixteen, yeah. LSU versus UCLA. This one could get a little close. The Fighting Chip Kellys, one and zero after their win against Hawaii. You've got a battled LSU with some tough weather and just a lot of emotions. I'm sure going on. What you got? Hey, you basically took the words right out of my mouth there. I, I'm picking UCLA in this game to take that upset, even though they're at home. I don't think LSU uh, is proven uh, yet after the loss of Joe Burrow and all that stuff the last few years when they lost their entire roster almost. And I just don't think they've recovered yet. So I'm giving this one to UCLA. Plus, LSU's been tired with all of the travel they had to do, practicing in Houston the entire week, not even being able to be near their friends, family, all that stuff, going through their normal routines. So I think it could just throw them off and they get up that week one. I like that pick. I'm actually with you on that pick. I think LSU loses three games this year, UCLA, um, Bama, and um, A&M. Those are my three losses for them. And I think it's a good 93 year, them coming back after a very down year next year. But, you know, they're, they're going West Coast. That's always a hard, hard travel for anyone from the SEC or the ACC to travel to the West Coast and play that, you know, 730 West Coast time, but it's really a 930 game. I think that's what beats them. I think it's closer I mean, it's not a blowout. I'm going, you know, like a 35-28 game or 35-34 missed extra point or something like that, but I'm with you. I'm going uh, I'm going UCLA and the fighting Chip Kellys. All right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm with y'all. Going UCLA and, yeah, LSU, they're just the mentality right now. They're just going to be out of it. They're going to be worn out just from what's going on right now and all the travel. And, yeah, like last year, they just they couldn't put anything together and figure it out, and I don't know if they've even done that since the off season. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm actually going to go more like maybe 21 points for LSU, maybe. Yeah, it's it's sad to root against the SEC or think it's going to happen, but I don't see, I just don't see it going uh, down. Um, this is another game up in your neck of the woods, Kyle. We got number nine Notre Dame, Florida State. Um, I'm I'm liking Florida State in this one. It, it says a nine versus oh. I I'm, I guess I'm upset happy on this week, but you got a you got a bowden death. You got a lot going on. Um, a lot of emotion in Florida and a Notre Dame team that I just always feel is a little overranked. Not that they're a bad team. You know, they're definitely always a top 15 team play playing great. 
But I just have Florida State coming in ready to play some ball and uh, another upset. So two upsets for me. I'm, I'm going to go against you here with the pick as much as I hate to say it because I am not a Notre Dame person in the slightest. I am going to give the edge to them, and they're going to win this game handedly. They are going to rout Florida State. Yeah. And they might win this game probably 40 to, like, 13. 40 to 13. All right. So I'm, I'm going upset. You're going handily routes. Okay. Dustin, what you got? Uh, no, I'm completely agreeing with Kyle. There's just no defense there for Florida State. So and Notre Dame knows how to move the ball. They're just going to move it. All right. So I'm the odd man out. I, I love being the odd guy. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm like Steven Glansberg. You're a pretty, pretty strict guy. Yeah. Eating my pudding pop at the lunch table by myself. Steven Glansberg. Shout out super bad. Um, the next one, talking about no defense, you got Louisville and Old Miss. Um, it's not even close. The quarterback of the year in the SEC is going to run away with this. This is a monster, monster offensive showing by Ole Miss. It's a Sunday night game, or is it, it's a Monday night game, I believe. Maybe it's Sunday. Hell, I don't know. But Louisville just about to get smoked by Ole Miss. I don't think it's close. SEC just going to route because let's just be honest, fellas. It just means more in SEC country. I'm not disagreeing with you in the slightest here. Ole Miss's offense is way too overpowered compared to what Louisville is going to be putting out there. I don't think they have the defense to stop anything that Ole Miss is going to throw at them. And I think this one could also be another huge blowout. Concur. Yep. Yep. Just going with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not, there's not a whole there's, lot, there's not a whole lot to say when you've got Carroll at quarterback and yeah. and Lane Kiffin at at um as a coach, you know the offense is going to be there. It's it's exciting to see Lane Kiffin. I'm excited to play him this year finally and not at the same time, but it should be a good one. Um, Rowan, oh, it'll be a good. You th- you you think it's going to be good? You think it's going to be a good a good I season think for Ole Miss? It's going to be a good game like the first half, and then they're just going to pull away in the second half. They're going to have a little bit figured out, just like at the beginning of the year, not having much experience uh, playing against other teams yet. But they're going to figure it out in the second half, make the adjustments, and just run away with it. All right, another Big Ten game. Unranked teams, but always fun. You got Michigan State University versus Northwestern. Dustin, what you got? Northwestern. I like that pick, and I like how quick you were with that pick. Yep. No, I liked how they played last year. I, uh, I really enjoyed them. I, I don't think they got as ranked as high as they're supposed to. So they lost a few, but they still they're coming in with that hype. And I just, Michigan State just was off last year. I just like that they're all smart. <laughs> they just got a bunch. You got a bunch of doctors, and you know you can't root against doctors. No, their coach is amazing. Their program, it's it's just blue collared hard work. I'm I'm a Northwestern fan. Been a Northwestern fan. They get a lot of hate on their jerseys. I love their jerseys. It's great. I, I got Northwestern in this one. Uh, yeah, continuing I mean, to continue to play well in Big Ten football. Well, and they just kind of. I'm I'm not disagreeing with either of you here. Give me some Northwestern in this matchup. Their defense, Fitzpatrick just coaching them up the way he knows how to hard-nosed players that are just going to get what they need to do done, and it's going to be a very low-scoring game in this game. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's run the ball. I'm seeing 14-21, 14-17 final. Um, talking about a big, big battle. Yeah, for sure. Some more Big Ten football at you. Um, we got Penn State, Wisconsin. is 19 versus 12. Um, I'm not really going to say it's an upset. I like Penn State in this one. While Wisconsin is Wisconsin, and jumping around is always great. Um, Penn State had an off year. Franklin's not going to let it happen again. He's an outstanding coach. He's a top, he's a top ten coach in NCAA right now, in my opinion. And I like, I like Penn State in a close game against Wisconsin. But that's a real fun game to watch of two blue blood college football teams running on each other. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm with you. I, I want to go with the Badgers, but Penn State, they, they're going to pull through. They just, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I just have to go with them. 
And I guess this one's going to be the one where I'm the odd man out here. I'm going with Wisconsin. I think that they're going to come out there with a little bit of energy that they need, uh, not have not winning a game against Penn State since 2011. So I think they're going to come out hot this year after a weird year that we all had last year. I think they're going to come out hot, and I think Wisconsin will be the Big Ten representative in the college football playoff. I mean, I can't argue with you. I don't, I don't agree with this game, but not a lot you can disagree with. Couple quick updates, real fast. Bowling Green playing Tennessee right now to a close six to fourteen. There's Tennessee just bringing down the average of the SEC scoring. Thank you for that, Volunteer fans and the Vol Navy for just screwing everything up. Ohio State has come out of the third quarter pissed and have taken the lead seventeen fourteen on Minnesota. So sad face there. Um, more Big Ten. I'm on a Big Ten roll. I think this is the last Big Ten game I got on here. You've got Iowa and Indiana. Um, what you think? Dustin, you got two. You got two basketball schools that are ranked pretty high in football right now. I mean, Iowa is a kind of a football school. There's nothing else to do in that that's that area, so they watch yeah. football. But Iowa, Indiana, who do you got? I mean, I'm, I'm going with the Hawkeyes. I mean, they they had a shortened season, but they did pretty good, six and two. So, I mean, what do you what do you got, Stumpy? I'm like, I got Iowa in this game. Uh, they're returning most of their offenses back from last year, and their defense has stout the entire season, even though it was a shortened season. So I just think the returning players just coming back is really just going to put them over the top, and they're just going to shut down that Indiana offense. I think I think Indiana is a pretender. It was a great year for them. It's great to see them doing well in football last year, a major bowl, but I think they uh, they're a little overrated right now, and I think it's a blowout. As much as a blowout can be for an Iowa football game because there's not a lot of passing, um, but I got Al- Iowa handily winning, maybe not score wise, but it just it's a, it's a control game and it's all of them. Uh, one of the greatest traditions in college football, the waving to the hospital. I love that too. So, Hawkeyes, you got you got my vote here. Um, the game I'm most excited to watch, and the game where it's kind of funny because I'm going exact opposite what I said. You've got the Raging Cajuns out of the University of Louisiana Lafayette where they love to take the Bayou Bombs. Y'all know who y'all are. Versus the Texas Longhorns. They are playing in Austin. I'll go last on this one because I got a little bit to say. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, as much as I hate to say this, Texas has a lot to prove. Um, and they're trying to get, you know, obviously in the SEC to fill in uh, that hole. So, as much as I hate to say it, I feel like Texas is going to take the edge on this one. Um Louisiana, they're going to come out hot and crazy, um, but they're just not going to be able to hang on um, and keep moving the ball like Texas will throughout the game. They're just not going to have the endurance like Texas. And in the spirit of uh, my favorite NFL team, the Cleveland Browns, uh, just going after my captain, uh, Baker Mayfield, I'm going to go horns down on this one. Okay. (laughs) I don't think they're – I don't think they can do it. I just don't believe in a Texas football team anymore. They've – had all that hype back years ago when they had Vince Young all all the way back then, but they did. They did. It's just I just it, don't think they they have it anymore. Their program's still rebuilding, going under a lot of changes with head coaching and just whoever's running the entire department. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Raging Cajuns on this one. I, I want to be proven wrong on this, but it's just Texas. They they they're going to the SEC now, and so they got a lot to prove, but. I do want to be proven wrong, but I'm still picking Texas, sadly. All right. So being someone that lived in Lafayette, Louisiana, that parish loves their football, and they love Louisiana. They do cheer for LSU because that's the mainstay. But over the last five years, Lafayette program with their coach has just continued to make strides. 
the first time, and someone can fact check me, that ULL has been preseason ranked in the top 25. The last time they beat a ranked opponent, again, fact check, check me, was at Cajun Field against the one and only Texas A&M Aggies when they were 25, the biggest crowd at that time. Texas has lost their quarterback to the pros. Their coach is gone. It's a new system. You've got a, a where we said LSU going through some issues. Now you've got a Lafayette team that wasn't affected as bad as Baton Rouge in a hurricane, and you've got a team ready to prove something, a coach ready to prove something. I've got the upset of the Raging Cajuns going into Austin, breaking the hearts of all the Fairweather fans in Austin, and their crowds go from 101,000 to 75,000 over the weekend because no one gives a shit about that team when they're not winning. So I think the Raging Cajuns make a name for themselves, and I am predicting an upset. So Kevin Chitty, Justin Gunn, Eric Davis, all my friends in Louisiana, we'll be rooting for you here. Going to the game, the coach, your favorite, Kyle, the man, the myth, the legend, the fighting Nick Sabans from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, number one in the country, as if we didn't know, playing the U, 14, Miami Hurricanes. Hurricanes got a great quarterback in King. Houston transfer got one more year, I think. He's a great player, but he's going against Alabama. Kyle, I'll let you lead off with your favorite coach of all time. Well, everyone already knows who I'm actually picking in the game, but I do have some words to say about the game. We're all going here. We're saying roll tide. They're, they're not going to lose. With Nick Saban out there just doing his thing, it doesn't matter that they lost half of their team to the draft last year. I mean, just he's going to go out there. <laughs> he's going to just coach them up, have them ready. It's the next man up mentality. Just him learning from Bill all those years ago in the Browns front office. They're, they're just going to be the team to beat the entire year. They might lose one game to an upset later in the SEC. I can see that happening just with having such a young quarterback coming in there. But Bryce is going to come out here, and he's going to want to prove himself to be the next great Alabama quarterback like Mac Jones and Tua have done the last few years. Um, you said it all. I don't need to say anything. No yeah. chance in hell. Bama roll, rolling tide. They're rolling all the way they're, to the to the yeah. biggest game of the year in, in week five or six. So yep. I'm with you. Roll tide. Yep, they're just going to roll over it. I mean, the Hurricanes have no defense. It, they were terrible last year. And you just think about the depth at Alabama. I mean, their second string um, is in a second string. <laughs> yeah, it's Alabama all the way. I like the pick. Yeah. Last pick of the last pick that we're doing. Last one, Kyle. Make it count. This is the game of the week. I don't think there was a question this would be the game of the week. You've got number five, Georgia. Playing number two, Clemson, in North Carolina, neutral field, two. I mean, the good thing is they're playing week one. Either one of them lose and they went out, they're going to the playoff because they've lost two, they lost two. But it's exciting, and this is what college football is all about. Dustin, how are you feeling? Bulldogs. Bull, Bulldogs strong. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, that was, the, that was probably the best answer you could give. Yeah, just going Bulldogs. I mean, with Lawrence gone, and as much as I like Clemson, ACC, but – Georgia, that and I don't want to talk too much about A and M on this since we're trying to focus on them. But we're going to take out Alabama, and then Georgia's just going to be our biggest rival, um, obviously on the East side in that championship game at the end of the season. So. Yeah, I mean it's just it's too it's too much, Daniels. You got the second best quarterback in my opinion, proven. Hey, maybe no, I'll flip that. I think he's the best quarterback in the SEC right now. He's proven he's going to do work. 
I think it's actually a little farther than everyone's thinking. I think it could be a 35-14, kind of game because I think the Bulldogs are just going to be too tough. Kirby Smart's going to win his first big game. Kyle Davis, you got 45 seconds. Go. You, you said it perfectly there. I think that Georgia is just going to roll with this one, just saying go dogs in this whole matchup. I'm not stopping anything against them. Clemson, they're trying to really figure themselves out post having two great quarterbacks the last few years from Deshaun Watson all the way up to Trevor. Like they're, they don't have an identity now. They're getting, yeah. yep. I feel a little bit just off of, having Davos Sweeney be in there and lead them to the college football playoffs every year that he's been there. But I don't think the ACC is going to hold it up this year and give them much competition. So I don't think their quarterback's really going to grow this year. So I see Clemson dropping out of the top 10 with this loss. Yep. I think we all agree. Hey, Kyle Davis, thank you so much for being a part of this. We'll start trying to bring you in every week for picks, man. Uh, good luck on your draft. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. Later, buddy. Well, it was a hell of a return. We're back. The Giggum guys are here. We know A&M is going to roll. Whoop. Thank you for coming in. We'll be back next week. We're going to be dropping it every week, Friday, so you can make your game. We're the Giggum guys. We're Texas A&M. We're the shit. Hayes King, going to kill it. The three-headed monster receivers. Watermeyer, I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Let's run that damn ball. 7 o'clock, Kyle Field, Kent State, Alabama is going to win. A&M is going to win. Georgia's going to win. The SEC's back, baby. Giggum. Alabama, I put Alabama to A&M in my third switch so that I had to keep going and talk about SEC.